You're listening to the Dirty Dozen Podcast, a podcast for music fans where musicians and friends share some drinks and talk about the top 12 songs by an artist without all that technical jargon. Join us for episode 49. This week's artist, Leo Moracchielli, also known by his YouTube channel, Frogleaf Studios, or his band, Frogleaf. Picture yourself. A metal musician just signed to Black Balloon Records in Norway. You rub your eyes and wake up and leave to your day job as a teacher's assistant. Although you play guitar and silly songs for the kids, you have bigger dreams. You create an account on YouTube in 2006 to promote your band, Lowdown. And after a few years, you decide to leave your job and open your own recording studio. Almost forgotten, you return to YouTube and start posting songs of you playing acoustic guitar by yourself. Until one day you have an idea. Hey! I'm a metal musician when I do a metal cover of a pop song. You decide to do Poker Face by Lady Gaga. You post it to YouTube, not thinking much of it. You check it later and find out it has one million views. This may be a career for you. Since you play almost every instrument, you decide to put one song out a week, including a full music video for it. And fast forward six years later, 31 metal cover albums and over 310 songs, over 4 million subscribers, one of your videos has 62 million views, and 15 of your songs have over 10 million views. Your band Frogleap has played at Nova Rock for over 40,000 fans. Leo's story is amazing, and today we will discuss Leo's best 12 songs with your host, the original duo, Rob Heitman and Jacob Newkirk. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Dirty Dozen Podcast. Well, we'll rank the Dirty Dozen for top 12 Leo Moricchioli songs or Frog Leap songs. Maybe let's just go Frog Leap or Leo songs <laughs> while, while discussing that music and pounding back a few brews. I'm Rob. And I'm Jake. And Leo, if you're listening or if you're somebody who knows, make sure Moricchioli is pretty much how I think you have to say, you say it correctly. Yeah, that's how I would say. Yeah, that's what well, I'm saying. With the uh, Italian little... Uh, Mara Caioli. Caioli. But he's, he's Norwegian. He's Norwegian, so, yeah. So, Mara Caioli. Well, that's good. <laughs> or something like that. I've, I've watched Frozen. <laughs> uh, so, Jake, what was the first cover you ever heard from Leo? You know, I don't know. It's one of those things when going on YouTube and listening to metal songs and then seeing him over in the suggestion side and just clicking it and being like, oh, that was kind of cool. And then seeing it again on a different song and clicking it. Then you kind of go down this wormhole of seeing the brilliance of this guy. He plays every instrument. So the fact that he can hear a song, reinterpret it. And, uh, no, I mean, I've seen him play flute. I've seen him play, yeah, flutes, play yeah. some instruments. I don't even know what that is. Unreal. And so well, too. Like, you know, I could play guitar, but I can't play it good. But, I mean, this guy, everything he touches is just amazing. So, I can't even tell you the very first one I saw. But I do remember the one where I, I realized, like, this guy's probably established himself was the bunny costume. Well, feel Good Incorporated. Yeah, Feel that Good. And, and I think that one was kind of the one that maybe a lot of people probably saw. That went, like, super viral and got a lot of attention. Yeah, he's brilliant. Seems like a solid dude. Yeah. For me, the first song I think I heard was Africa. Mm. Uh, it could be. I mean, I probably heard him before that, but I remember Africa hitting, and we had a guy who played with us in the same space we played in, mm -hmm. Dave Devlin. And, oh, yeah. and he was a huge Toto fan. Toto, yeah. So it was kind of fun to say, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> it's this. better than Toto. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he, he won't agree with that. That's okay. <laughs> but for me, it was. It yeah. was like, oh my gosh, what is this? Mm. And I really became addicted to the Frog Leap Studios account on YouTube. Every time I knew, every Friday, it was an event. And it was cool because I started to get my daughter into it. Right. And getting her into every Friday, we have to watch Leo's come yeah, out with a fun, new one. Right? Yeah, music and uh, mostly it's okay. Sometimes it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> like a few instances when you're kind of like, oh, maybe this oh, isn't appropriate. Oh, he's doing WAP. Yeah, yeah <laughs> let's not do that. that. That's what we're gonna skip. You can't watch this week. But but at least he puts a warning in there. You know. <laughs> what was the coolest thing you learned about Leo or Frog Leap during this prep? I think you have to recognize the tenacity the drive to like get up on monday he picks a song dedicates so much of his time to sit there learn it reinterpret it record it video it a full 40 40 hour work uh, yeah, yeah and then do gigs Plus. also he should be very successful just kind of getting past the millions of youtubers out there and to see oh this guy actually deserves it he's the real deal yeah some of the, the videos from shipwrecked which i shared with you oh yeah playing with with yeah all these icons you icon, know yeah i was like oh my god that's amazing yeah oh uh, how awesome that must be but also he opens up to his fans. He dealt with depression. Mm. He he got a divorce, the, a divorce recently. Yeah. He went through all those things, and he's open with it, and he talks about it. Because, quite frankly, as fans, I care about him. It was just so 
amazed at people opening up about their private life to the degree that he does. And I guess it's a different world. This is the first YouTuber we're doing. Yeah, this is a different, uh, this is different. format here. So yeah. what are you drinking today, my friend? I'm drinking Firestone Union Jack IPA. Yeah. And I got the Firestone Propagator series. It's called Comet. It says hints of coconut and floral. So I'm kind of uh, interested in this one. Well, you're, you're, you're kind of floral generally, right? Yeah, I've always said that about myself. It's 5.6 ABV. If you notice all the tattoos on Jake, it's mostly flowers. There are some flowers on there. I know. Yeah. Yeah, he's, Good a, call. he's into the petunias. That's so I can smell. <laughs> right no, no, it doesn't, doesn't help your smell, believe it or not. Scratch and Trust sniff. me, I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Before we begin, we'll be critically reviewing. Let me just talk generally. Normally, we have one artist, but today we're talking about covers, metal covers. And sometimes I don't think everybody knows the source. Mm-hmm. So before we begin, we'll be critically reviewing the songs. We will share under 25 seconds of each tune, unless there is a specific issue or criticism we may need to highlight, then we may do a second clip. We also may play up to 15 seconds of the song he is referencing. We've made Apple Music and Spotify playlists. Just search Official Dirty Dozen on either service to listen to each of our lists in their entirety. This way, all the money for playing tunes will always head back to Leo. We have created a YouTube playlist using videos from his account. So every time you watch our playlist, you're paying him. You're not paying us. We get nothing. He gets everything, which is what he should get, which I suggest you watch. His videos are amazing. Mm-hmm. Listening to the music is only one part of it. Yeah, his videos true. are just crazy good. Yeah. Uh, definitely subscribe to his channel if you haven't. Good stuff coming out every Friday consistently for over six years, even when he's touring, like Jake said before. We will discuss only the official Dirty Dozen for Leo, and we'll go from 12 to 1. Nice and simple. Before we get going, we'll discuss a song that wouldn't be in the top 12 necessarily, but we call this our song of note. And let's start. Jake, what's your song of note? Okay, so I went with maybe something a little bit silly. And going through see what the, I came up with, the videos the and everything, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick like the ones that are moving, some really like really cool songs. But for song of note, I felt like going a little bit um, you know, the other way, just because it's kind of neat that he even bothered to do this at all. So I went with the DuckTales theme, and it okay. seemed like recently he did a lot of um, different, like Simpsons was a really good theme song yeah, that I saw. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. And I think it's because, I mean, it's instantly recognizable, but he kind of, as he does, turns it up a little bit heavy, right? So it's super nostalgic, brings the young me and the old me together, I guess you could say. And I then, love the video uh, on that. I mean, because yeah. it's all black and white, except for the logo for DuckTales, until he goes quack, yeah, and, does, and then it goes all color. Yeah, there's some funny uh, duck song, <laughs> duck sounds there. But again, to your point, it's like these songs are really good on their own, but then he has to do this song as a video as well and put it on YouTube. It's just a whole another job that he's responsible for, but also is substantially and really good quality. So, all right, let's listen to DuckTales. We'll do the... We'll do the double ducktails. Double ducktails? Is that possible, Rob? Can we do that? <laughs> yes, we're gonna talk about, first of all, what ducktails was before Leo got a hold of it. <laughs> so let's listen to ducktails for a couple minutes. For you, minutes. for about 10 seconds. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's enough of that. <laughs> All right, now let's listen to it's a good song. Let's, let's go to Leo. It's kind of funny. I was like, when you when I heard it, I heard you doing Ducktales. I'm like, oh, he's doing it for the kids. No, it was Jake was a kid when Ducktales came out. Yeah, so. man, this is my jam. All right. Nice picture Scrooge swimming in his coins and everything. Let's listen to Ducktales, the metal version, which is the version you want to listen to anyway. Let's listen. <laughs> like his breakdown sections because that's his totally. original stuff yeah you can always tell right at those moments he he takes a song and owns it in his own way and then it returns it's back like, to the, yeah. and it's like big breakdown but you're right there is like a formula that he'll do like the song is familiar and all of a sudden he'll he'll put this really cool i've heard interviews of he's like people asking him why he doesn't write original songs he goes well i do 
Oh, yeah. I write original songs in every cover I do. There's a section of totally, it yeah. that will be totally mine. Yep. That I will make my own way. And it fits so well, you don't even realize that it's yeah, that's, that's not. not part of it. Yeah. But DuckTales, a good song, and it almost went the same way I did. Now, I went in a very similar fashion, mm -hmm. but not for me. I went for my kids. What many people don't know is that uh, 2020 wasn't a accident. Everything that went wrong, it came from a song that kind of brought about 2020 and brought about the pandemic. This was the incantation that pretty much made it happen. And the name of the song was Baby Shark by, oh, by, by yeah. Pinkfong. And it was the most hideous song. It started okay. Oh, that's what's that? That's kind of catchy, whatever. But then it went away in my head. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't stop hearing this. People stop playing this. Oh, I'm going to do my video on YouTube. I'm going to sing it. I'm, like, I'm going to act out with the hand signals. I'm like, shut up. Stop. 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 <laughs> but Leo made one of the worst songs ever almost cool. The groove in the beginning, he starts with a really heavy in the beginning. He's like, shark, shark. You know, uh -huh. And he starts going through it. And literally, it helped bring my daughter along and probably a lot of kids along into metal from yeah, to bridge that. whatever they listen to. Like, my daughter listens to nothing but metal now, <laughs> which is crazy. Like, I listen to blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, my God, that's awesome. Is that Pantera? Uh, anyway, Baby Shark as the entryway into metal yeah. somehow makes it listenable and, and it's what he does he'll show you inside of every song there's a metal version and sometimes it's better and the video is awesome because he has his whole family and we're together yeah. at the time and they have a green screen with an ocean in the background and they're all dressed in shark outfits it's interesting that originally this was really a dark campfire song about a swimmer who loses his limbs to a shark and eventually dies that was what baby shark was originally about man all those like kid and, and then it started songs. it, it, it kind of went into this whole cartoony thing that they did with, with ping pong sure. on the korean show it just took off because it was kind of cute oh look at the baby sharks ha 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 uh, <laughs> morbid I guess I will give you the smallest bit of the original. People know it. <laughs> People know what what Baby Shark is. I will give you five seconds of Baby Shark because I can't take yeah. more than five seconds. <laughs> so let's listen to Baby Shark from Pink Fong. Okay, that's enough. Perfect. All right. Now let's listen to the cool version. And I'm going to take it right from the beginning with him. So let's listen to Baby Shark as people first hear it when they listen to Leo's version, because I think that kind of makes the point. Here we go. That's uh, Baby Shark, the song you will never get out of your head for the next uh, hour and a half. Well, well hopefully get yeah, we'll that, that song out of your head because we have a bunch of really songs yeah. that everybody knows is coming out. We'll replace them. Let's jump into The Dirty Dozen. And we're going to start with a song that's not even on your list. And it was number 12 on my list, which is like, how did this make this list? Well, this is the one song that showed up. Oh, the way we're doing this today is we took my top 12, right. Jake's top and 12, my. And then combined YouTube, Spotify, and Apple's top 12 as of a certain date, which was Monday the 22nd, I think, of February. And we combined them to half of a vote. I like that. So theirs was really high for this one. So that kind of pushed this up to number 12. So I was right when my assessment <laughs> that this is number 12. And this is a song by the Cranberries. It's called Zombie. Mm. It feels good. The chorus really ups the metal in the song. The iterations and the grunts kind of add to that tune. He pulls out a mandolin in the video, which is just, once again, he plays everything. Everything, yeah. His wife rocks the bass on this. And he wears, he does all of these things with his eye prosthetics. Really, it's pretty mm -hmm. much contact lenses. That he has all these fancy contact lenses, so he decides to throw them in on these videos. And on this one, he has the pupil-only contact lens in one eye. And I kind of love that. You know, it's like... 
Because people different. are like, what's going on with his eye? Is he, yeah. is he sick? What's the matter? Zombie was originally inspired by an IRA bombing. Dolores Rodian, who was the lead singer for the Cranberries, said that Zombie speaks to the Irish fight for independence that seems to last forever. It's been the same thing since 1916. It's supposed to be a song for peace, peace among Ireland and England. All right, let's listen to number 12, Zombie. Here we go. My number 12 and much higher among the hmm. YouTube, uh, Spotify, and Apple people. Apple was number two. Spotify number seven and YouTube number three no, of I... all time. <laughs> let's listen to the original real quick of Zombie by the Cranberries. Let's listen so we kind of have a reference point. <laughs> Sorry, that's the uh, Firestone talking right there. I know that. I don't care who you are. That, that fire, Firestone after drinking some shots, you're going to feel that. I tell you right now. All right, um, but that was Zombie. So let's jump to the better version of Zombie, <laughs> which is uh, the metal version of Zombie, at least. So let's take a listen. That's Zombie. So good. The number 12 song is really good. I love that song. He has such an ear. I mean, this is every song is a testimony to that, but just to, to hear a song and just reinvent it with those subtle touches just to make it kind of bring it up to this level. And, uh, and he always, he's a producer. I mean, he produced right. a bunch of bands when he started his recording studio yeah. for a while. And he has that ear. Yep. He looks for that. When it starts getting dead or there's any silence, he kind of fills it with stuff. Right. It's and lush, he does it well. Layers, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not overproduced, mm -mm, but not just right. Yeah. All right, let's jump to number eleven, which nobody had on their list. Huh. YouTube included, Spotify included, Apple included, me included. Huh? But Jake but had, it. had it on his list. Awesome. So, number six on your list. But our number eleven, Gin and Juice. Oh, this is Snoop so Dogg. <laughs> this was so Sound. good. Okay. So, so why don't you talk about it? And it's weird. I was surprised that I liked it as much as I did. I think what I really like is when he approaches a song that you don't expect. Some of the more unexpected ones where you're kind of like, I know this song, and especially when it's in a different space, a different genre. Yeah. But then can just like open it up into this other world. Like, whoa, this is cool. Because it takes a song we all know and hopefully love, and it brings kind of an upbeat rocker vibe to it, and it still works. There's like, a, I think there's a banjo solo in this also, which he does a lot over some of the heavy verse riffing. It's just so good. And the video is funny, too, because he's playing drums and guitar in the back of a, a moving of a van. van. Yeah. yeah. So it's like he's all hunkered down. Like he can't. And I said the drums is what you really probably appreciated. <laughs> How awesome is that? I mean, like... all the times. Yeah. But it's just really cool because um, I don't know. I've heard this song. But he was wearing a Brooklyn hat. Which oh, is that's for you, absolutely right wrong one oh. to wear when you're talking about Snoop. Oh, it's West because Coast. It's West yeah, Coast, not right. East Coast. But from Norway, well, from Norway, that. it's all to the West. He doesn't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but all good. Good song. Good cover. Let's listen to let's listen to Snoop D-O-double-G to start this off. <laughs> thing about that version and i hadn't heard it i just said oh let's throw the clean version on there and they blank out everything so much backwards masking <laughs> i know that. it was like masking but, yeah. but it's fine to talk about the, the rubbers yeah, a bunch fine. of rubbers to stick with the hose <laughs> and, and whatever it is but they can't say hooker they're like hooker right. like, stop come on <laughs> yes they're putting on boots that's what they're doing they're putting on like the english version of rubbers <laughs> Rain outside. They get he wears a Mac in the pouring rain. Oh, what a man. shame. Yeah. <laughs> you hate that man. I know you hate that man. All right, let's listen to Leo's cover of Gin and Juice. <laughs> I 
I kind of want to hear it all. <laughs> it's hard not to, right? I know. All right. So that was number 11, Gin and Juice. So number 10 is probably the biggest song that Leo ever did. This has 64 million views at last check, which is insane. Yeah, that is a big number. Uh, you didn't have it on your list. That's okay. Oh. Uh, it was my number nine. It was YouTube's number one, obviously. Biggest ever. It was Spotify's number nine as well. The name is Hello by Adele. Mm. They have Pete Cottrell, who's a YouTuber, guest stars on this one. And I love it. He does this one riff, 20 bands type of thing. He'll do like Crazy Train, do like Pantera playing Crazy Train, Bon Jovi playing Crazy Train, pick a band, right? Whitechapel playing Crazy Train. <laughs> He's a fantastic guitar player on YouTube. Subscribe too, if you're into that sort of thing. But back to Leo, I'm banging my head to Adele. And that's got to be something, right? <laughs> but I love the doubling of the vocals. He's singing the high harmony with his straight growl in the song. The breakdown, once again, so good. Pete just shreds the song. His arpeggio runs. It's just great. And I love he kind of jumps back to that piano version at the end. Leo's hand motions in the video are great. I just love his kind of personality when he, he does He's very animated. Things. Yeah, it's great. <clears throat> All right, let's listen to the original song by... Everybody knows hello, but let's listen. That's so good vocally. It's hard to think of somebody doing it better. It's a dangerous song to approach when it's it's so good. You got to do it justice. Here we go. <laughs> the better version of Adele. If you like metal, it's the better version. <laughs> if you like soft, pansy stuff, then you, you like the other one. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm all right. uh, Not that it's pansy. I, that, that's no. not fair. Uh, Adele has a great voice. It, it's undeniable how great a voice she has. Yeah. That said, Leo's version of it, I like better. There you go. Let's bang your head to Adele right now. Let's go. Okay, that's hello. Number 10. Killer solo. <laughs> I know, he's awesome. <laughs> you guys don't want to hear that, but listen to the video, the YouTube stuff we, we post on this one. Let's jump over to number nine, which is my number five, mm -hmm. and nobody else says anything. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so this is, my daughter is a huge Weekend fan. His biggest song is Blinding Lights, and Leo did a cover of it. And I love it. Number one, because it's awesome. And number two, because it pisses my daughter off. Uh, oh, she doesn't like it? <laughs> no, she, she likes the original one. She's like, what is that? Uh -oh. Which is why I love it. The video, he does the same like bloody teeth that like The Weeknd does in, video, in his video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Leo's just having so much fun in the video. I love it. All right off the bat, it's heavy. Love the riffs underneath the verse. It's so much better than the keypad underneath the original. The weekend is about the vocals. This version is about the music. Mm. It, it works, though. The heavy goodness breathes fresh air into the tune, which was huge on its own. But now the rock people can like it as well. There's a double drum on this. This is just it's awesome, nice. which you'll love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the song is really kind of about being inebriated and driving <laughs> to some degree. Yikes. Like he doesn't <laughs> say, I don't want to promote drunk driving, but that's what the dark undertone of, <laughs> of the song is. That's what The Weeknd said. You're driving to see a person and blinded by the streetlights, but nothing can stop you from going to see that person. Anyway, let's listen to the original because some people in our audience may not have heard of The Weeknd or have heard the song. And everybody's heard the song, but let me remind you, let's listen to Blinding Lights by the weekend. My daughter will love it because I'm going to be, I'm kind of under her room right now. Yeah, turn it up. And I'm going to be blasting it. So, <laughs> she, why are you listening to the weekend? Right. She's going to be 18 soon. So, my life is strange. All right. Let's <laughs> okay, that's the weekend version. And it's a good song. If you watch the Super Bowl, it was on the Super Bowl. He played mm. halftime. Uh, it's current. Yeah, totally. And, and that's probably it's, why it didn't make the trending. YouTube list and 
Spotify sometimes it will, and Apple is more of a long-term thing too. So, and Jake, he's a huge weekend fan actually. Yeah, I have the t-shirt and everything. <laughs> And he's like, I can't see anybody touching his music. It's too good. <laughs> Sacrilege. That's what he said. I, I'm just I'm repeating. I'm like a reporter here. All right. Let's listen to the number nine song, which is an amazing video, by the way. It's Blinding Lights. Let's listen. Shut this off. So good. It's so good. <laughs> it gets like slip knotty a lot in oh, there. It does at the end. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, it's great. Great, 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 great. All right, let's jump to uh, number eight, which is much like number nine, but instead of me having the one, it's you having the number five. And this is a Peter Gabriel song that most wow. people know of. Sledgehammer. And I do love his video for this one, though. This one, it honors the original, but it's still very good on its own. The funky upbeat swing to it with some of the growly vocals, which I really like. And it's just it's just a nice approach to a classic song. That and the we, guitar that is instead of the trumpets. And yeah. Yeah. Although looking into the video itself, it's such a tough video to try to cover. Oh man, there's yeah, claymation yeah, and all the kinds real, of. But the way he addressed it, I thought was really good. It, and yeah, it was so much job. different from everything he did. Right. Of course, there's a puppet. You know, he has his cartoon filters, and he's. But considering he plays an instrument in this song, that I have no idea what it is. I think it's after the breakdown. He plays this instrument where he plucks. Oh, I got one of those. The coconut with the uh, little tabs on it. There's tabs. What is that? Oh, man, I forgot the name of it. I, I got it a while back. His I had is, never seen it before. I his, didn't know what it was. His is a lot nicer than mine. His probably is like in tune and everything. Mine has some like weird tabs you can kind of adjust to get the right pitch. But yeah, it's half a coconut um, with these like kind of metal tabs you pluck on and it just gets little like tones to it. Uh, yeah, I had never it's seen fun. that before. I'll tinker with it, but uh, for the life of me, I can't like make cover a song, let alone like write one I was on so that impressed. Thing. That was the one thing I was like what is that? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. And he has the happy eyes in this song too, which I kind of mm -hmm. like. He puts contact lenses with uh, yeah, have a nice day, sort of smiley faces. face on his thing. Mm -hmm. And this song, uh, Sledgehammer, one of the best videos ever Agreed. in the 80s. And the whole story about the chickens, they had the chickens dancing in it, oh, the yeah, raw chickens. Raw ones. But he, they did that for like 12 hours <laughs> or 14 hours and they, was, they were rotted. By the time oh, they're doing no. that was, there was there wasn't like computer graphics. Yeah, there was a time when they you were had doing to that stuff. It's still crazy. motion animation. But anyway, let's listen to Sledgehammer, Peter Gabriel version of a so. Let's listen. Alright, let's listen to the better version of Sledgehammer. No, <laughs> I can't say that actually. Not in this case. But it's a metal version of Sledgehammer, which is interesting. It's number eight. Here it is. That's Sledgehammer, the number eight song by Leo Morchioli. Cool. Good tune. Love it. Check it out. Good video, though. He really steps it up on that. Yeah. So the number seven is a song that was my number three, but nobody else had on their list because oh, okay. they're idiots. There was this big viral trend on TikTok and YouTube actually is called Shanty Talk. Yeah, I know this song. It went viral in early 2021. I mean, re really recent. It was like users uploading their own shanty songs. Mm -hmm. Nathan Evans really broke out with his Wellerman cover. So, Leo has to do a song a week. So, right away, he does Wellerman. And I love this tune. <laughs> it my, is a great song. My I mean. daughter loves his version of it. And he just yells out, 
boat, and then there's like this little clip art of a boat going by, and then there's like another boat, and it's another boat going by, and then it's like a cow going by. You know, he just has fun with it. It's yeah. so much fun. I love his outfit. He's dressed like a complete yacht cruiser guy. You know what I mean? He's just with like just the, with the, 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 the sailor's hat. Nautical. <laughs> nautical is the right term. With a big mustache, and he just jumps on a trend and makes it the best mm -hmm. of that whole trend. It's smart. It's all about the Weller brothers who used to go to a whaling station in New Zealand. They were the main supplier for this whole town. So when the Weller men came, they got all their goods and all their stuff for the year. So that's what that song is really about. So I'm going to play two clips, actually, on this one. I'm going to play the original clip from like the early 1920s, and I'm gonna play the newer one by Nathan Evans, which is actually pretty good. And then the best one of all, which is Leo's on this one. Mm -hmm. The original song was called Soon May the Weller Man Come by Gordon Bach. <laughs> Soon may the Weller Man come and bring us sugar and tea and rum. Okay, that's the original version. And then here's the one that was in 2021 by Nathan Evans as in the TikTok shanty talk stuff. Let's listen. <laughs> it's sort of like Pentatonics doing it. Yeah. <laughs> not, quite, not quite that bad, but uh, it, it was good, though. I mean, obviously, you, he, he's a good and singer, and <clears throat> they had really great harmonies in that. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like sugar. So let's listen to the best version of that. The number seven song mm -hmm. by Leo Morricioli, Weller Man. So let's listen. Okay, Wellerman, number seven. It's cool. <laughs> the shanty stuff I always loved. <laughs> it's, a, it's that weird sort of No, I vibe. agree. There's something about that kind of like pub songs, you know? There's something that's just timeless about them. Yeah. Especially when you bring in those harmonies. It's just there's something that does it stirs your soul when you hear that stuff. Okay, we're moving from number seven, Wellerman, to number six, which is a Radiohead tune, which Jake mm. only had on his list. And he had it all the way up high at number yeah, two, man. Burn the Witch. And listening, watching the video for this, the 360 video that he did, it's really kind of creepy. One of the interesting things about it is at the end of his songs on YouTube, he does these extra songs about, yeah, that you need to subscribe to my channel, Patreon, blah, blah, blah. That is really creepy because you're in this in his room and I'll see this guy come in with a mask. Yeah. And it's it's just like, like right on his drum set too. You can move the video around and yeah, look at his drums and the guy with the weird creepy mask. Oh, it's yeah. great. It's, it's just Leo, but it doesn't look like Leo because it's a creepy mask mm -hmm. guy. You go with it because it's your song. Yeah, this one was one of the more surprising ones right away i knew it was going to be up high on my list and first of all like you mentioned the whole 360 video thing yeah. you could probably re-watch this thing a few times and see stuff you wouldn't the the first few times because there's you can't look everywhere at once it, the song really shows his ability and range vocally in a way that i didn't hear before this it was very impressive in such a way where i kind of listened to the original after this and i'm not familiar with the song actually that's why i wanted to hear the original and i was like okay this is all right I know there's a lot of Radiohead fans who would probably crucify me, but this song, he's done it way better than the original. It sounds like he did it. That might be what makes it so good to me. I don't know. I was blown away by this one, and I can't tell you all the reasons why. It just kind of moved me. No, it's a good song. Burn the Witch, I think of Monty Python. I, 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 it's not the right oh, yeah. thought. We have found the witch. Might we burn her? Who do you know she is a witch? She looks like one. Yeah. Anyway, all right, let's listen to Burn the Witch by Radiohead. Okay, I think he's saying Burn the Witch there. Over and over and over and over and over. All right. <laughs> I love Radiohead people. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm Radiohead fan. Love you. <laughs> All right, let's listen to Burn the Witch by Leo. Get ready. Get ready for some metal, baby. Burn that witch. Right. 
right. Oh, that song's so good. No, it's good. Good ten. Number five. This is interesting. This is my number four. You didn't have it on your list. Oh, no. It was YouTube's number six, and it was Spotify's and Apple's number one song. Okay? That's probably why it made it. Lay it on me. This is done with Rebea Massad, played on this. The guitar player, right? Yep. And Hannah Bolton, his girlfriend, who's also a great singer. She has that nose ring. It's yeah. Awesome. The name of the song, and this is a song my daughter loves. This is my younger daughter, and I'm sure my older daughter loves it too, because she's like that. It's called Dance Monkey. It's by Tones and I. It's the name of the band. And the song is pretty awful, I think, in real life. (laughs) My kids love it. Got it. This one, for me, is definitely better than the original. Hannah is amazing. I love Leo stuff when he has that balance. Yes. When he has the guests, especially a female female vocalist. vocalist. Uh, I love the video, the headbanging monkey at the studio mixer. Mm Mm-hmm. He likes that these puppets. puppets that comes back every once in a while. And like you said, Hannah and Leo singing. Plus, there's some guy in a horse head playing bass. <laughs> and the so pig funny. on piano. And his daughter is bouncing around in this old old man mask. Jumping around uh, a little bit in the video. It's so good. Uh, yeah, Dance Monkey. Let's listen to the original. So those of you who don't know that and haven't suffered through that, we're going to make yeah, you suffer I, through that. I didn't know the song. I even asked my wife. And she was like, no, I don't know what that song is. So anyway, let's listen to Dance Monkey by Tones and I. One of the most popular songs today on pop music. Okay, that's the original one, mm-hmm. Dance Monkey. And my daughter loves it. As you can see, it kind of sounds, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it sounds like. <laughs> but it's catchy. Some of the, the vocal line is yeah, very kind of catchy. So let's listen to Dance Monkey Metal Style by Leo, our number five overall. And trust me, Spotify and Apple think this is the best song ever. So pay attention, people. Let's listen to Dance Monkey. That's Dance Monkey. The number five song overall. Rubia, where I first heard him, I used to watch what I call gear porn for a guitar player. Oh, yeah. The... He was on Anderton's Music Company on YouTube. They were a huge online retailer for music stuff, probably second only to Sweetwater. Mm. But they're based in the UK, So, but I've never actually bought anything there. I didn't want to convert things to pounds and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I enjoyed watching their videos. <laughs> Dude. And uh, that's our first saw Rubia. And it's interesting how we got on the show. He actually talked to Rob Chapman, who's the founder of Chapman Chapman's, Guitars. Yeah. He does Dorje and a bunch of things, right? And he just walks up to Rob Chapman out of the blue. He says, hey, do you want to jam? So we ended up jamming with him. And next thing you know, he's showing up on their YouTube channel ah. doing this crazy stuff. And he ends up playing with Dorje. And he ends up being the lead guitarist for Rob Chapman Band. And doing that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and he did that. And he ended up playing for Frog Leap mm-hmm. later on. And Leo said, if you're not going to do it, I'm not going to do it. The playing live thing. And he did. And he's dating Hannah Bolton, which is the female singer, yeah. their boyfriend, girlfriend for a long time. She's just great. Yeah, I thought I saw him in a, one of her videos. I went on kind of a, I clicked away and watched some of her stuff. And I thought I saw him also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, on, he's on them because they're they're together Mm -hmm. Uh, it was so good and i love those guys together and we may talk about another time they play together later but let's jump to number four which is one of my favorite metal songs by a band i don't know many metal songs from although i'm going to do a podcast on them so i'm really working on it (laughs) the name Uh, of the band is pantera yeah and the name of the song is effing hostile it doesn't effing. that's with my sensor on it although we may not hear sensors and you just have to f-ing deal with it, okay? Mm. <laughs> All, right. Be- All right. This is my number six overall. This is Jake's number three overall. Oh, you picked six, huh? Yeah. This is my six and overall. And what did the uh, general populace say? Nothing. Oh. They're completely wrong. Yeah. The best thing about this is he totally flips the script. He does acoustic cover of a metal song 
but he did it in such a way it was so different from the original and it was so tasty and mm-hmm. i'll let you continue because as you have the higher ranking but i'll let you go and then i'll fill in your gaps i guess no i guess on that note it it is it's a surprising elevator bossa nova version <laughs> so good. Of, i love it. it but it just works somehow and you know it's up to him and his brilliant reinterpretation skills of it, but it's really cool. Especially love the solo state unchanged. Regardless, yeah, he just into it. the yeah, song yeah. is like it's doing its thing, and all of a sudden, where the solo hits, it's it's Dimebag's like exact solo right there, replicated. Have you seen the video though? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see the guitar he's playing. It's a dime bolt, right? It's like the actual, and he has the actual kiss sticker. Oh yeah, replicated where the kiss exactly. sticker uh-huh. should be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he knows said, his stuff, and it looks pretty much like the real thing. And I was always really impressed with that, and I love the geeky look that he comes to the table with in the song. I know, yeah, with the, the figure of the, the air. expressions. He's an entertainer performer for sure. You can tell it's just kind of silly, but it's almost like Elmo from. Uh, from Van Halen, Hot for Teacher, you know, oh, with that yeah, sort yeah. of look. Right. Yeah, it's, it's such so cheese good. side of it. Yeah. But, that, and that's exactly the point. It's like, he's kind of playing into this sort of, uh, yeah, the silly bit of it, <laughs> but yet it's just done so well still. You're like, wow, man, this is a, uh, just brilliant. If I never heard the Pantera song, I'd still like the song. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's really cool. That's why I put it so high on my list because, you know, I'm a huge Pantera fan already, but it really shows his ability to just reinvent these songs in a way that you're like, wow, gotta hand it to you. Yeah. So, anyway, let's listen to the original song by Pantera, which is awesome <laughs> off the Vulgar Display of Power album. Let's listen to Effing Hostile. <laughs> All right, now you heard that, and I don't think that you see what I'm about to play coming if you haven't heard it before, which is why it's all the way at number four, is effing hostile, and he does it in such a way that even if you hate metal, you'll love the song. Here we go. So good. <laughs> There's five songs of Pantera that I love, and I like the Cowboys from Hell album. Mm-hmm. I will be deep into Pantera when we hit it. We delayed it. We were supposed to do it the fourth. We're supposed to do it now. This was supposed to be a Pantera episode, oh. but when we brought Steve on to do Pantera, which was shocking to me, <laughs> but we're going to do Pantera a little bit later on, but it's going to be good. We're going to have three people on it. Uh, Steve Petrie, as much as he was in this boy band and stuff, he was in a metal <laughs> band in the 90s. It's hard to believe. Like, he was supposed to open for Corn. He was supposed to do all this really cool stuff. So anyway, that's going to be a cool episode uh, later on for Pantera. This is the number four for Leo. F***ing hostile. <laughs> I don't know. I can't believe the language. I was just upset. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. We're up to the top three songs by Leo. Wow. And you know these are huge songs. This one is the song that you first heard Leah from. Oh. And one of those songs that's so much better than the original. The name of the song Mm. is Feel Good Incorporated. This is my number two overall. This is Jake's number 12. This is YouTube's number four. This is Spotify and Apple's number six. It's one that I thought initially when I saw the video that he was walking through an airport. But the mall in Norway, Mm. the Norwegian malls look like airports. (laughs) It's so great. He's wearing a funny costume, playing guitar, walking through a mall. And to watch the people around the hall scene is just worth it. Yeah. Uh, The way he ends it, the way he hands off the guitar and goes lingerie shopping. shopping. (laughs) So much better dirty than the funky sound than that original track. It's a Gorillaz song. Gorillaz, have you heard of them? Well, we'll play a little for you, and you realize they suck. Uh, (laughs) No, that's not true. Uh, Gorillas are awesome if you like that. No, but this one is so much better than the original. I can't even begin to tell you how much better it is. The screaming vocals work on this, and the real drums I like. 
just I, I, don't tell Jake. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I love his own section, the one where he breaks down on his own, as I always yeah, do. Right. So good. It's a hilarious concept for a video, and, and, and the video is better than the song, I think, and that's why. I think you'd be arrested really... in the United States if totally, you even yeah. tried. <laughs> Secret, mall security would be on that guy. Full blurry mall cop. Will be all Paul Bart, yeah, on his segue. <laughs> And also what's funny is his goatee's like sticking out of the bottom of that rabbit hat. So you just see this rope kind of. Excuse me, I'm dying here. <laughs> so let's listen to the gorillas off of Demon Days. It's Feel Good Incorporated. Okay, that's enough. Let's listen to Feel Good Incorporated by Leo. Uh, I listen to that whole song. I love that song. It's fun. I, That's I tell a you, really fun one. I really love that song. But it was number three overall on hmm. the countdown. Let's just jump right ahead. And number two. This is another female singer. One of my favorite female singers that he's ever collaborated with. Mary Spender. Yeah. Mary, she shows up on the Anderson stuff. She shows up on a couple other things, but she writes original songs. Yeah, today I was going on a rabbit trail and listening oh, to some of that stuff. So I was like, wow. Yeah, I was blown away. Mary Spender has her own YouTube channel. She has, you know, like a half a million subscribers. She should have much more. She's really, really, really good. Mm -hmm. So if you like the singer-songwriter type of thing, if you like a strong, good female voice, listen to Mary Spender stuff. So good. And uh, this is my number seven. This is Jake's number four. Four, yeah. This is YouTube's number five. And this is Spotify's number three. Okay. And Apple didn't want any part of it. Sultans of Swing is the name of the number two song. Yeah. Dire Straits. By Dire Straits. Mm. Uh, I love her pulling down in the video. She pulls down that guitar banjo. Mm. Hey, Mary, play me that riff. The, the fills are so tasty in this song. The voices mesh amazingly. The growl with the smooth. Leo does a great job with the breakdowns, always does. Yeah. The seven string solo was great. I love that seven string guitar with this song. I love that low B string. I love, mm, I love yeah. what they can do it's with that. Girl, yeah. Dire Straits is a huge song, Sultan to Swing. Uh, Mark Knopfler went to a club, saw this awful band. And at the end of the night, after suffering <laughs> through the band, and they just sat there drinking and having fun and whatever, but he's like, the band sucks. <laughs> and said, thank you, we're the Sultans of Swing. He's like, they really weren't. <laughs> oh, really? That was a, I didn't know that story. Yeah. <laughs> but it made the number two overall, Sultans of Swing. Let's listen to remind you of the Dire Straits version. Let's take a listen. We've heard the Dire Straits version. Now let's hear the number two version of all the songs by Leo ever created. <laughs> all right, let's listen to Sultans of Swing with Mary Spender and Leo. Okay, I want to listen to that forever. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. That is definitely one of the uh, the, the top like five for sure. Yeah, it's number two video. overall. So we're moving up to number one. And obviously, if we've hit number two and we haven't hit the other one with Rabia and Hannah in it, <laughs> which is the first song on my list, the first song match, on huh? your list, yeah, the second song on YouTube, the second song on Spotify, and the third song on Apple Music. This is Africa mm -hmm. by Toto. Leo, not by Toto. <laughs> His overacting really just works so good. It's like, oh, somebody's at the door. Who is it? Yeah. You know, and he walks up at the door and you see like uh, Rivia and Hannah come in. So and 
<laughs> and then Rubia plays the Dimebag Daryl guitar, of course, because he's coming. He's like, what guitar? I'm going to play that one. <laughs> That's the one I want to play. 49 million views. Last time I checked. It's probably more now. It's hard in the beginning. Allows for a less aggressive verse. I love Hannah's voice as a contrast yeah. with Leo, especially in the chorus, the harmonies, and the verse. I think it stands up to the original, and it's much yeah. more enjoyable for me. And I love the harder edge of music anyway. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> Rubia adds that lead tone to the song that just lifts it up. And the lead fills that he does after the first chorus, those little tiny lead fills that kind of pull that song together. Yeah, it's tasty. And, and after the solo, they have that breakdown. Africa! <laughs> <laughs> uh, like we've said before, the female vocals are a great touch. Whenever he has a guest vocalist, a female vocalist, it's really just like, it. it I think it brings the song up to another level that yeah. I think a lot of people really appreciate. And also on, on that note, I think it's really cool that he does the, the YouTube collaborations. There's this network that I feel like maybe is the new music industry, right? Where it's like, this is the the venue, the way to distribute music. And there's these collaborators who are kind of like hip to that and doing well. And instead of being enemies, they're combining efforts and helping each other to expose what they're doing and really kind of get that in front of people's faces because they're really all very good. Every time we talk about this, like you're talking about from a guitar player to a singer, they're stellar. They're just amazing talents. I like that view of a new record industry. That's a pretty cool idea. But anyway, back to Africa. Yeah, this one's obviously better than Weezer's cover. Weezer's cover Africa is pretty much Just, yeah. Toto's version of Africa played today. I want to hear someone approach it and reinvent it. I think you might agree that um, for me personally, I would rather hear this than the original as well. This one too, really yeah. is just for me, it's it's um, miles away from the As original. I said, apologize, Dave, if you're out there. <laughs> Take a chance and listen to the song. Yeah, with I a keep coming mind, back to this song. Understand that you can still appreciate the Toto version of mm -hmm, Africa. Mm -hmm. Which let's listen to the Toto version of Africa now off of Toto 4, which is one of their best albums ever. So let's listen to Africa by Toto. <laughs> if you're into the harder side of rock, this one is so much better. So let's listen to Leo, Hannah Bolton, Rabia Massad <laughs> playing Africa. The number one song by Leo Morricelli or Frog Leap Studios or Frog Leap. Okay, that's the number one song by Leo. <laughs> that's a killer song, man. Yeah, I'm glad right. that's number one. I'm glad. Yeah, no, it's, it should be. It was my number one. It's it was huge. your number one. And if you don't agree with us, we'll fight you. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, Jake, what song didn't we pick that you really felt? And if you want me to go first, I'll go first because I have my song. Yeah, go up. ahead because there's like five that I'm. Okay. My <laughs> song that I loved that didn't make it. Which probably the most recent song that he did, which is probably why he didn't make it. This is Listen to Your Heart. Yeah, this was close on mine. The Roxette yes. song, which is done by Violet Orlande. My only issue with her on this whole thing was that she's very goth. And my daughter didn't like this song <laughs> because the graphics are amazing on the video. Listen to Your Heart, which is the Roxette song. Uh-huh. But she rips into her chest. She oh, the heart. Yeah, she has a literal chest. bloody heart. She literally goes into her chest and pulls her heart out. <laughs> and my daughter had to leave the room. Oh. So that was my one minor thing. But as far as musically, this is one of the best covers he's done in a while. I love his female duets. Yeah. And Violet Orlande has a beautiful voice, very sultry, sexy sort of voice. Her high note during the breakdown is so good. It makes Roxette cool to listen to, <laughs> which is a weird thing to do. Uh, it's so much better than the original. Uh, of course, in the video, they have the piano playing puppet keys. 
and he has this weird people-only contacts that he's playing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, listen to your heart. So good. Mm-hmm. Love it. Any thought? What we, we both say we like is collaborations. Whenever, especially when it's a female vocalist, it really kind of um, elevates the, the song to a, to a different level. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I like how w- they're like trading verses, him and her, which is, is really cool. But yeah, it, it's really good. And at the ending, I remember being, it gets pretty fun too. I, I don't remember specifically, but it, as the song builds and grows, you're just kind of like, you're, you're locked in, you're sold. All right, let's listen to two seconds of, well, a couple seconds two of, seconds. a couple seconds of Listen to Your Heart. We're not going to listen to the actual version of it because this okay. is not, we've already passed number one. Mm-hmm. This is just missed the cut. So let's listen, listen to your heart. Let's listen a little bit. much as I'm going to listen to the whole song. That's killer. It's so good. I can't believe it just missed a cut. But I'm going to go with Salt and Peppa's Push It. Yeah, I figured. Oh, you figured that? Well, that was the number 13 song, so I kind of figured that was the one that just missed. Oh, okay. This one surprisingly really impressed me right next to Snoop Dogg's cover. What's cool is it took it like a 90s hip hop song and, and made it Kind of into the a new metal-y sounding song. And this is the seven string B string that he kind of pulls down low. Oh, yeah, yeah, to get that so crunch. Good yeah. that. So good. But it's funny because it kind of, this song sounds like it was supposed to be written this way. And I think that hook sounds way better on that yeah. distorted guitar yeah. than uh, the original. And th- there's a super metal breakdown that's just badass. It's, and it's, I'm filming in this living room. Like, yeah, yeah, right, right. I was kind of like, oh. So, yeah, yeah. this was kind of high on my list. And, and he has a recorder solo. How many songs oh, yeah, have little, a recorder uh, solo? <laughs> yeah. So th- that's the song I'm going with. Okay. This is Push It. Salt and Pepper. But we're not going to hear Salt and Pepper. Let's listen to Push It. Push It real good. This was fun. And what Leo is, what Frog Leap, if you ever have a chance to see him in concert, and I pray they can get to the United States, and he was going to come to California. Oh, really? That would have been cool. And he couldn't do it because he couldn't get a visa to the United States for whatever reason. So that's why they were playing these European massive shows. And they've played No Rock. There's a 40,000 people. Wicked. Sure. Yeah. Wicked 40,000, you know, Welcome around man. there. And yeah, just, they're playing all these massive shows. And they have this documentary online, if anybody is so inclined. But the fact that he was able to create a career. Right. From Self- somebody doing something they loved, but yeah. doing it well and doing it with passion. And the fact that you can put out a song a week, not for a year. Not for two years, not for three years, not for four years, not for five years, yeah. not, but six years plus. Yeah, that's diligence. Doing everything, no mm-hmm. matter what. He right. was going to have a video out. He was going to have yeah. a song done, ready to go on Thursday. And he was going to start with nothing on Monday, every week. Yeah. And <laughs> that's just, a scary concept. No matter where you are in the world, yeah. no matter what is happening, your job it's one thing yep. to get a song out. It's one of those self-starters, self-motivator, like the purveyors. And I think that this is sort of a weird time in music industry where I think someone like this kind of marks that. They'll they'll stand above the rest of, of kind of pointing out a, a moment when things shift. It's kind of that the reinventing where we are. It's, it's the modern, maybe rock star. So if he plays that right, mm-hmm. he does great. Yeah, keep that momentum. For sure. And even if he doesn't keep that momentum, if he keeps those people engaged, mm. even if he doesn't grow another person, which if you haven't hurt Leo and you haven't found love for him yet, find love for him and subscribe to him. Maybe and, we'll add like 50 And do to all that. of that. <laughs> if, if you have the bandwidth to do a Patreon and you want to support a musician who's leading the bleeding edge of where music should be, mm-hmm. support Leo. I'm just saying. And... If we get a couple more thousand views, support us. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but that's it. Uh, uh, Leo's awesome. and uh, For sure. And we're doing this for... Jake and I are doing this for fun. We love music. I play guitar. Jake plays drums. And we love this stuff. So thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Thank you for making it this far into the podcast, actually. Yeah. You know, we're going to be back in two weeks. And we're going to be doing the Scorpions in two weeks. We love you guys. And thank you so much for being a part of this. Tell people about us. And uh, we'll continue to do awesome things for you all. <laughs> this is the 49th episode. Wow. And the next episode we're going to be doing is the 50th episode, which is the Scorpions, which you won't even be a part that of. That wouldn't be here. But the 51st episode you will be a part yeah. of, which is uh, Johnny Cash. Man, 50. There's something to be said so, about that. Yeah, it's cool. So it's been, we've been doing this for... Over three years already, and uh, it's cool. good. So, thank you everybody for being involved. God bless you, and I will see you in two weeks. And thank you, Jake, for being here as mm-hmm. always. Thank you. All right, see you in two weeks. Love y'all.